Welcome to the Roaring Twenties Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Torres, and boy, oh boy, it's been a minute. Um, thankful for, if you're still listening to the podcast, it's been about a month and a half, so it's uh, been pretty wild, the fact that, uh, you know, it's been a while since a, uh, an episode has come out, but a lot has transpired. I've uh, moved to New York City. This is the first episode we're recording in New York City, and um, I'm really excited to, you know, get a new slate of uh, episodes coming out. I got a bunch of new guests, a bunch of new ideas for episodes and things like that. Um, I'm really appreciative of people that have reached out to me. Um, they've said, you know, you know, we haven't heard heard an episode in a while. Like, how's the podcast? Or like, you know, they say, hey, I've, I've listened to your podcast. Like, I really appreciate it. Um, just anyone that ever, you know, reaches out and says or mentions me in public at a bar or something or whatnot, you know, I really appreciate that. So it's really cool. So um, for today's episode, we're going to be chatting with one of my good friends, uh, Nick Curcio. He uh, lives above me in the apartment, um, the apartment that I live right now. I'm in unit three. He's in unit four. We're in a great spot. Uh, I'm not going to give the address out, but um, yeah, we just moved to New York City. And um, uh, Nick actually found the spot, which is actually pretty funny. But um, yeah, it's been going pretty well so far. New York has definitely uh, has treated me well so far. I think it's a great, a great experience. And, um, yeah, so, uh, let's get into the episode. If you're listening, I, I appreciate you and I'm glad to be back. Hit it. All right, we now have my good friend Nicholas uh, here with me right now, currently sitting in my living room. Um, Nick, how is it going? Yo, yo. Happy to be here. Great to great to be with you, Pete. Glad to have a new guest on the podcast. And um, yeah, so I figured we would talk about, uh, you know, a, little th- a few things about New York, considering you actually were here before me. You've been living in New... Like, you've experienced New York City since... For how long? Mm-hmm. So I've been living here intermittently... Uh, like summers, like intern summers during college and stuff, uh, for the better part of the last like three or four years. Okay, so since we moved, uh, you moved a, a few weeks before me into this new apartment. It's been great so far. I really like it. So, talk about like how your first impressions of New York and like what you thought of New York when you first moved in. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my initial impressions of New York like were when. I was a kid, like everyone from Long Island, like your parents, your family takes you in the city when you're a kid. It's it's overwhelming, it's it's cool, it's beautiful, but like, I don't know, it's, it's overwhelming. And I think that living here is a completely different experience. Like, you kind of like take a step back, slow down, get to appreciate things uh, from a new perspective as an adult. And, uh, you know, it's really awesome. New York City is a city unlike any other, obviously. Uh, it's kind of what you want to make it. There's communities for everybody. And uh, it's just a really exciting place to be. So what what spots have you lived in before? I lived in Tribeca. 
my sophomore summer of college. I lived in Murray Hill my junior year of college, and I lived in East Village last year before the pandemic. Loved East Village, um, and now we live here in uh, Turtle Bay. Not going to give out the address, as Peter mentioned, uh, just in case anyone's trying to come through. You got to ask for permission. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like every every different place has a, a completely different identity. Like a Murray Hill and Turtle Bay are like Midtown East grind. Like it's busy. It's not as homey, but it's got other perks and stuff. And then a place like East Village is like, you know, tree-lined streets, little cafes and stuff. A totally different vibe. But uh, in New York City, it's always easy to hop around, especially if you got like a city bike. There's so <laughs> many different things to do. It's like our block alone is, you know, there's countless things to do. And it's like we only have been exploring, you know, our streets when it comes to the restaurants and stuff. You could totally make a whole day out of just going to a different neighborhood because like Manhattan itself I feel like Manhattan is like eight miniature areas, cities with different things to do, which is what I've noticed. Um, you know, I, I've I've been to Lower East Side. I went on a run, and it's like, and you go to Lower East Side, and you see the crowds and like how everyone is so condensed and how tight it is, and like you feel COVID is basically over. By the way, now that New York is officially open, so like people are out, and it's and it, where it's like our area in midtown east turtle bay it's it's definitely not as crowded or people on top of each other but at the same time it's like you know it's relatively busy and like when you go outside at night when you we are around a bunch of restaurants it feels like every night is like a popping night like it's like a it'll be like a, a wednesday you go outside you know so many people are out for happy hours and things like that you know it's always eventful and it's always like there's always things going on no matter what it's crazy like there's all these billboards in New York City, like not quite billboards, but these like little like kiosks almost on the street that like, you know, displays little fun facts. And one really caught me by surprise the other day. It was like, if you went to a different restaurant in New York City for each meal, three meals a day, uh, for 53 years, it would take you 53 years to like go to every restaurant in New York City. Like that's just like mind blowing. Like New York City is incomprehensible. Like I've lived in other cities and stuff. And like after like two weeks going around like the city center, like you kind of get it. New York City is unparalleled in that regard which is like you know cool scary but like it adds to the like allures like you can you can really make it what you want and like pete said i guess like you know if you're vaccinated and stuff and i guess you can kind of live life confidently as in regards to covid covid is like definitely not over but you know in america we've made a lot of progress and stuff but uh i don't know it just feels like it feels like you can pretty much live life pretty normally now yeah like that first time going out you go to go to a bar like it's like you don't need to bring a mask and yeah. it's like you go inside scary. yeah it's 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 half like wow it's very like overwhelming and like but at the same time it, it's like incredible like, i mean like i'm personally vaccinated you're vaccinated so it's like it's not like it's a scary part but it's more of like transitioning back and now we're after a whole year of not being able to you know do those type of things um you could you could feel the energy and the liveliness within the city like yeah. within itself i mean like covid just like went against everything that like makes people people like people want to befriend strangers generally like, people want to be around like like-minded people or even people that they don't quite understand fully and get to know them like and covid just like went against all those like social instincts and i feel like it's pretty easy now although like you know a bit traumatic at first to be honest but like it's easy now to hop back into that because it's your instinct as a person. Yeah, true. Um, so, 
let's talk about what are the things we could talk about how great New York is so far. It's been a great experience. We've only been here for about a month and a half, two months, but um, we could talk about how great it is. But like, what do we what do we hate about New York so far? What do we dislike about New York? I think that the the greatest thing about New York, as we were saying, was that. You know, there's there's so many things to do at any given point in time. It's very overwhelming. It's great. But it's also the downfall of New York City in that I feel like there's a lot of social pressure, especially we live with, like, six guys that are always doing something. Like, there's not a ton of time. Well, I mean, it depends how you, you pick your priorities and stuff, but there's not always a lot of time to, like, focus on yourself and your own initiatives, you know, because you're always getting peer pressure to do different things and stuff. And then on the flip side, when you're like, yo, I'm going to stay in tonight and read a book or whatever, everyone's like, all right, pussy, like, come on. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it is very hard. I mean... I think I, I don't know I don't know if I hate it but it's saving money is not really oh my God. it's not really a thing to attempt like it's it's absurdly difficult to save money especially when it's so I mean we live below restaurants we live below places that have happy hour it's so after a long day of work like if you want to have a beer it's like Next thing you know, it could be thirty, forty, fifty dollars on a Tuesday when you like probably just wanted to stay in. It's so hard to get into that grind type of routine of just like go to work, work out, go to sleep. It's like because there's so many eventful and fun things to do. Yeah, you need an outlet, and then every time you need an outlet, it's one hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. What the fuck are you gonna do, right? Yeah. So I mean, uh, there's so many different venues. It's been great. I mean, and it's like there's there's still so much so much to do and it's like we're only been exploring i mean me personally you've been you've been to a bunch of different places and i know you've been um very enthusiastic about like you know checking out concert concerts in brooklyn and checking out different places where like you know dj i know you're big into djs and you're big into um music performing artists coming into new york city and like there's so many different ways to spend money too it's not even just like going out like there's so many different venues and things to do it's just because it's also because you know people want to do that people are now that things are opening back up everyone's trying to get back in so i'm glad i'm glad we did get in at a good time i think we we beat the rush for sure i think we if we had two weeks if we signed the lease to our apartment two weeks later maybe our rent would have went up 200 more dollars so we we definitely lucked out when it came to that so i'm glad that we uh got it at the right time we were gonna move in in like july but then uh we decided to move in in may just to take advantage of the rent yeah, I remember when we had the conversation with Rob, uh, Rob who lives with me right now. Um, you know, we said we had that conversation sitting at the bar like in March on Long Island. And we said like, he was like, we got to we got to go now. And it's like I in my head, I was like, I, I didn't think I would move into the city until like September. You know, I think I would expend spend the summer another summer on Long Island. But, you know, here we are and having a blast. And, you know, it's like there's so many different things to do. It's crazy. Um, let's talk about how, how work city life balance has been so far. How has it been with work? Because neither of us have gone into the office, mm-hmm. our offices yet. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you, what, what, what do you hope? Like, what do you, what do you, what are you trying to get out with the work city life? Like, do you enjoy working from home? Do you actually, or do you are enthusiastic about going back into the office? What do you think? You're the host. I want to hear your take first. I personally, I, I went to the office the other day for the first time and I felt so locked in. I mean, I feel, 
I think personally, I mean, like we were talking about this earlier. I think I have ADHD. I think I have, I get distracted so absurdly quickly with whether it's my phone, whether it's my friends, whether it's like, you know, I have like anxiety that I need to like do something outside or take steps or like work out. It's like, there's so many things that could race on my mind. Whereas like when I'm in the office, I'm like dialed in. I'm like, I got to get this done. I got to work. Like I'm with my coworkers. Like, I don't know, but considering that was just one day. So what I would hope for is maybe like we've said before, if we prioritize or speak with our teams, maybe going two to three times a week, that would be ideal because, you know, everyone appreciates working from home. It's definitely a thousand times more commuting, uh, convenient, no commuting, um, no subways, no, no having to walk to your office or whatnot. Um, but I, I, I mean, I would hopefully, you know, there's some days where, you know, I have a lot of work and then I'm sitting in my desk and it's like 10 hours just sitting in the same spot, not moving around. It's like, and I, and you know, you know, the apartment's not, it's not a house on Long Island where I could just peruse around and just do whatever and whatnot. You know, I'm just sitting there the whole time. It's like, you know, you get a little antsy here and there. So, um, but what do you, what do you think? I mean, each has its benefits and its drawbacks. I, I like working from home better than I like working in the office as a whole, but there's like a ton of caveats. Like my least favorite thing about working from home is like working in the same room that I sleep. Like my life just feels like a hamster wheel, like wake up, work, go back to bed in the same like six foot radius. It's like, you know, it's maddening, but you know, on the other end of things, like the office, like you said, there's like a spatial connection that you have, like you need, like when you're in the office, you associate with grinding. So you grind and like, that's awesome. That's an awesome feeling too. But, uh, too much of the office is like really stressful, you know, politics of work being in the office, you know, it can really weigh on you. So I think like a hybrid model would be awesome. And I I think that's, what's going to happen. And I think it's like really good as a whole, like companies save money. That's good. They're always going to be happy about that. And like people I think are happier and can focus their energy more appropriately. Like when they're at home and, and in the office, like, you know, like my thing recently is like, I've been working, like I'll work like nine to three chill for the later part of the afternoon and then work again, like 11 to like two or some like weird shit like that. But as long as you get your work done and like you can kind of prioritize how it fits in your life and I think that's a good thing. Yeah, that's true too. The one good thing about, I mean, when you work from home, the moment you shut your laptop, it's like, I'm done. And then I can just, you know, there's no commuting, you know, commuting takes a good hour and a half, two hours out of your day in the city. Regardless, like a subway, you know, it's not like, it's not like it's, I mean, personally for me, my office is, it's not around the corner, you know, so it's good. It takes time. So especially like if you have to commute back and then go to the gym, like it's beneficial for us because we'll just wake up or not wake up, but we'll shut our laptops and we'll com- coordinate mm-hmm. to go to the gym together. Like we probably wouldn't be able to do that if we were all going into the office. Yeah. We, we lift a lot. We're actually really huge. Yeah. Uh, we're actually getting in sick shape. Yeah, Like low key. So. Yeah. Like these chicken and waffle <laughs> brunches are totally not <laughs> yeah. weighing us back and all. I feel like during the week, like my lifestyle is like immaculate. Like my diet's perfect gym every day, five days a week. And then the weekend I just like blow it up, just drinking heavy. And then like, brunch and shit strawberry so french hard. toast that well that leads us to our next topic was is is like how dangerous is brunch how convenient <sighs> that's a great topic how convenient <laughs> and how dangerous brunch is because brunch is great um you know i know i mean i think that's definitely 
become a big thing since the pandemic because you know you you weren't able to go out so now people need to find a new way to get drunk Mm -hmm. and you know bottomless mimosas is a very convenient way to do that and considering the fact that we have five restaurants below us which all have bottomless brunch which all (laughs) offer bottomless brunch and you know it's it's all different places all different food it's just like and it's such an easy way for friends to meet up and just have a good time at a restaurant too so it is dangerous though because you know it's 11 o'clock you drank a mimosa you're like all right you're feeling good then you drink three more mimosas you're kind of buzzed it's 1 30 maybe earlier and then like you know you're not gonna like stop drinking so you probably just keep going and then you know you're hung over at 7 p.m. and your Sunday's shot. That crash, Sunday's yeah. carries come in hard, but the, you love every minute of it. The worst <laughs> is the if if you ha- you do a brunch at like 11. Like that's I mean that's not really the worst thing, but you're not and, getting up before 11 though. Yeah, if you, went if out you the have night to before. if you have to plan getting out, if like if you plan on going out and you went for a brunch, like that's a long day, and that's a long day of spending. It's a long day of yeah. drinking. Um. But those days happen, and I mean, but that's like I feel like that's like the th- the theme of your podcast. It's the Roaring Twenties, twenty three years old, twenty four, twenty twenty one. You're you're gonna want to look back and remember all these things that you did when you you know went out on Saturday and then you were hungover and you rallied for brunch and you had a wonderful time with your friends. Like that's what yeah. you got to do. I feel like within moderation. There are times where. You know, I, it's like you have an angel on one shoulder and you have a <laughs> devil on the other shoulder. And it's like, oh, like maybe you shouldn't, you know, go. You shouldn't maybe you shouldn't go to the bar below you and like spend 30, 40 bucks on a, on. A, and then like the other sides, you like, dude, you had a long day at work. Maybe you should get some drinks or something like it's so easy to to give in to go out and like not even go out, just a casually drink with your friends, you know, and it's it's. It's, it's it's a benefit, but it's also, you know, it could get... But then at, the, at times, though, I I'm, I'm really am like... I do think in my head, I'm like, it's a summer. I'm in my 20s. I have a job. You know, like, you're... Who knows how, like, you may never experience something like this ever again. So it's like, you know what? You know, go have some fun or do something that you want to do, you know? So. I mean, like, honestly, you probably won't. None of us probably will. We're living with six of our best friends from high school. This, this is the emotional part of the podcast, by the way. Living with six of our friends from high school, like, in New York City, we all have jobs. Like, life's really good right now. Like, post, you know, quote-unquote post-COVID, um, you know, emerging from a really tough time. Like, things are really good. And uh, I think we're going to want to look back on this time and, and wish that we did more than than d- doing less. Yeah. I do think of that sometimes. So, because, like, there were days in college, like, you know, some Saturdays I would lay in my bed all day just to recover and stuff like that. I feel like in the city, it's like that doesn't really happen. There's like, you know, yeah. you're kind of you, you're kind of itching to do something at 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 some point because everything moves fast here. Everyone's on the go. Everyone's doing something. Mm-hmm. The the like it's it's very rare to. There's one thing I noticed which is kind of weird. I track my steps on my phone, and my step average has certainly gone up much more. Well, A, because I don't have a car and B, and I have to walk everywhere. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you kind of want to do something like every weekend we've kind of planned something. Yeah. It's never really been like, you know, let, let's low, let's lay low this weekend. There really has always like, I mean, we've only had four or five weekends here, but each weekend has been, you know, we have 
planned something out, whether it's been with you guys, whether it's been with, you know, my girlfriend, whether it's going back home for a weekend and whatnot. But, you know, it's always there's always been something going on. It's like laying low is like really not an option. Do you do you think that's a, a sustainable thing as you think about the next like few years of your life? Like, do you think that the hustle bustle of New York City is a good thing for you now and going into the future or or you might look for something different going forward? Um, you're talking about like just going out. What's your five year? <laughs> what's your five year plan, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think, I mean, I don't, I don't really know what the five year plan. I mean, I know we have a, a lease. We have a 13 month lease, so we'll go from uh-huh. there. Um, do I, do I think we? There's a possibility we could move somewhere else and live in a different area. Absolutely. I, I mean, like we're also all growing as professionals too, which is also. I mean, we're catching up to you, but like we're, we're, we're all growing as professionals and we're trying to, you know, continue to build our personal brands and, you know, our, our net worth, we'll say that, but, um, you know, it's always, it, it should be like, I don't think I would want to live in this apartment forever. I don't think I would want to live in this apartment for five, six years. You know, this, like we said, there's different towns to explore. There's, we can go, like you said, I mean, you've been to more, we can go to, Greenwich Village, Tribeca, Chelsea, uh, Fidei, uh, Lower East Side. It's just like there's so many different things and perspectives of, of Manhattan that I feel like I've seen such a small scale of what's to come. So, um, But like regarding like the weekend planning and all that stuff, I mean, I feel like that's going to stay consistent. I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't. Um, like I said, I mean, we're in our 20s. This is where we should live it up. This is where we should, you know, take risks and do things that we want to do. Like mm-hmm. go on that trip or do something spontaneous when we want to do these things. And and especially being in New York. And it doesn't just have to be New York. It could be anywhere. It could be, um, you know, anyway, being in our 20s and getting through a pandemic, you should want to like the like the feeling of just laying low and just like sitting in your bed all weekend or watch like the Netflix days where you're just watching a show consistently nonstop. Like I I'm not really all about that. Normally I feel like I I, I want to explore. I want to do different things. I want to check different things out. Like for example, me I I like the other day I went to the edge and I did yoga. Mm-hmm. I was the only dude. <laughs> I was the there was middle aged women uh tw- girl women in their 20s um and me it was like really like i was the only male in the mid 20s at this event and your chakras have been glowing since yeah i literally i think my flexibility is through the roof but it was literally like my it was so cool like on the edge like um i highly recommend it i mean just like little things like that if you want to check out a yoga class or you want to do like an art class or you want to like anything that like can peak your eye and you know thanks to tiktok for that like there's there's so many different things that are going on that could entice like your curiosity um and it and it shouldn't be like shame to be like oh like just going out is like sick like like you go you and your friends like going to chinatown the other day like that's really cool like koreatown Korea. Well, we did do Koreatown too. Like, oh, we did go to Chinatown too. You guys are, yeah. yeah, like I'm saying like Koreatown like it was a whole group of people. Like I didn't know anyone. I just knew you and Austin. Yeah. 
And I was just like, screw it. Like, karaoke, yeah. I could sing. Like, I think I'll have a good time. Like, he was singing the Elton John classics. He was killing it. Yeah, I mean, he it was, was, the best it was different. It was cool. It, it, was a good, uh, it was a good experience. Like, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm more enthusiastic of trying new things in the city. Because no one really has a filter, as we've seen. Like, there's no status quo in the city. You know, everyone is doing their own thing. You know, everyone, everyone feels like they're like, I've, I've seen this a lot. Everyone feels like they're the main character. That's what, <laughs> that's what everyone says. I'm the main character in New York city. And you know, what choice do you have though? Exactly. That's, that's how it should be though. You know? Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. I feel like, yeah. I mean, you're the, the star of your own fucking movie. Like you should, you should be the, your truest self. And uh, I think New York City brings that out in, in a lot of people. But I also feel like New York City can also seek to care, not New York City as an entity, but like people within New York City can like try to characterize themselves in bunches. You know, like finance bros, Brooklyn hipsters, fashion girls. That's I true. I mean, and that happens in life all the time in different respects, but I don't know I, where I was you going are, with that. You are right about that, though. You yeah, are right. Yeah, like, I don't I, know. I think I, I do say, I'm like, I, I don't want to be a finance bro. Like, that's not, I don't think that type of status is who I am. I just, I just like to venture off and try different things, you know? Yeah. But, um, you Let's know, see. if someone says, if you say the company that where you work at, you know, people filter that to what you are. So, totally. And, and it also, you know, you get an idea. You get an idea of like what people are. But it's not like, but like, who cares? Who cares? Mm -hmm. It's not like, I mean, like if you're wearing a Patagonia vest with a blue shirt and like, you know, yeah, I mean, (laughs) I mean, I have one too. It's, it's okay. But, um, what is it? Midtown uniform? Yeah. Something like the, the Murray Hill uniform. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different personalities in the city and it's, it's been cool. I mean, there's, there's so many people to meet, so many people, things to do. Um, what are the, what is one thing that you think is overrated about the city? Overrated. Um, you're gonna have to give me a second to think about that. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I I, I threw this question on. And I was like thinking. I was like, what do I think is overrated? I mean, um, I w- I would say that like not necessarily unique to New York City, but like going back to what we were saying about like. Oh, like finance bros and characterizing people in in different regards. I feel like people that um, really value in themselves or in other people, like, oh, I worked like 80 hours this week and I make 150 grand at my job. It's like, that's overrated. Like if that's what drives you, which I feel like it does in a lot of people in New York City, like that sucks. Yeah, like flexing that is... Yeah, that's that's one thing about New York City. Whether you know it's monetarily or fashion-wise or everything, like everyone's trying to be that main character energy and stand out, and that's good and healthy and everything. But peop- I think people have an unhealthy uh, reliance on that, especially in New York City. People are always trying to flex in whatever capacity. Uh, that's they true. Can. The designer stuff and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm. I don't know. I still got part of me that where like I still have that save saving money mindset a little bit, mm-hmm. where it's like. But I there's mean, like I, swag in that too. Like you could rock stuff from thrift stores, and like that's yeah, that's fine too. I mean, yeah. I don't really, I I don't really splurge when it comes to fashion stuff. 
Clearly. The I mean, <laughs> I'm wearing, I'm wearing ta- uh, my brother's uh, Towson like th- uh, what do you call it quarter zip. I mean, I still have Smithtown West like <laughs> volleyball <laughs> shirts that I still wear to this day. Um, you know, I don't care. I don't care when it comes to that. You know, as long as you look presentable, that's all that really matters. I think. I don't think, you know guys or girls care that you're wearing a gucci belt as much as as much as like people think and even if they are impressed like it's like all right what's worth that impression like a thousand dollars for something like that and then also it's like when you think of people that are impressed by that you're like what drives you bro yeah (laughs) i don't really turn off for me as like a you know if i'm like thinking about like my appraisal of someone else. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really splurge on materialistic things. I would rather splurge on experiences. A hundred percent. Yeah, like that. Like, like going out, like or splurging to, to, like, let's say, I don't know, like, like when you you went on a boat the other day, mm. like for an example, like splurging on that, like you're splurging for the experience, or splurging to, like, I don't know, go to a Mets game or whatnot, or like any type of experience that, like, in the city. Yeah, you're gonna remember that a lot longer after you stay in your Gucci shirt. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's talk about transportation. People that don't know transportation. I think Uber's done. You think so? I, I mean, I don't, they're done. They've lost me <laughs> as a customer. I'm sure they're devastated. Yeah. I think their, their financial statements are going to take a hit from me. Um, now they, I, I, I did read, I heard something that Uber's, initially made their prices so low on purpose so that they could wipe out their competition which is this is also finance one-on-one but like they purposely put their prices lower so that you know it would attract people to download their app and whatnot so if anyone has noticed their prices have gone up exponentially and because of that you know people don't think of taxis as a real transportation site they rely only on uber and lyft and things like that and now the prices are so out the door like the prices are ridiculous um and that's not how it used to be but apparently they did that on purpose and were actually at a loss and now that all the customers everyone relies on uber now they're jacking their prices so that they can they can get a profit um i'm honestly i know a lot of people you know the subway is pretty gross but I really don't mind taking the subway at all. I know people say be very smart about which carts you take because homeless people like sit in the subways. I personally have not seen that. I'm sure I will eventually. But, you know, it's only 275. I mean, like, I, only 275. People say subway used to be like 50 cents or 75 cents. But, like, it's free if you jump the turnstiles. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, um, I don't, I, I mean, I don't mind the subway at all. It's, and I, I also don't mind walking. Like walking yeah. isn't bad too. Getting getting your steps in again. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big subway stan. I, the other day, I went from where we are, like 50th or so, up to basically the George Washington Bridge, like basically 200, so like real far. On the subway, 275 took me like 25 minutes. And uh, can you really beat that? Not really. Yeah. If you were to take an Uber, it'd probably be like thirty-five dollars. Oh it would have been. I, I tried. It was like fifty-five bucks. Like no way. Yeah. But um, subways subways are, are different for different people. Like I know a lot of women won't take the subway. A lot of people, yeah. especially women, won't take the subway at night. And you know, that's, that's understandable. That's, for that's understandable. Too. Like, and then I guess they got to take a fifty-dollar Uber. If that's the case, though, I do. I, I mean, I realistically think that taxis 
like I think when I when I'm out now, like I would prefer taking a taxi, especially if I, it depends where I'm at currently. Like, let's say, for example, I'm 30, 40 blocks south, but the taxi driver stays on the same road the entire time. I know yeah. that rate is going to be much lower than if I were to get an Uber. Yeah, if you catch all those lights, you're you're up in 30 blocks in like five minutes. Exactly. So it's like I'm starting to shift my transportation mm-hmm. at a late night scenario to towards taxis. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just I'm I'm I I saw that video about Uber and it's like I, it kind of turned me off and it's like it's also so inconvenient because it's like you know no one wants to pay for Ubers and stuff like that like no one wants excuse me no one wants to you know split an uber when it's like 60 bucks like late night and stuff like that it's like it's it's getting ridiculous so i mean i don't i don't know like i'm not i say that now i'm sure i'll probably be like it'll be 2 30 and i'll be you know doing belligerent and i'll be like yo let's get an uber but like now i'll be like maybe i should probably listen to this podcast before i go out to make sure to double check but um pump up podcast yeah but um um, i quick plug for city bikes if you know me you know i love to city bike so like if you're not familiar if you you haven't been around new york city much like i I think uh it's actually lyft that provides it they partner with like city bank and basically like every two or three blocks there's uh these these stations of like 20 bikes or whatever you download the app it's like you know same as subway like three bucks or whatever uh you take it out and you can just like ride wherever the hell you want and uh it's a great, great way to see the city. Like, I feel like my understanding and my, like, geographic orientation of the city has been, like, vastly improved just by, like, city biking. Because you can get around, like, very far, very quickly, and it's, like, really, really fun. It is, like, definitely dangerous. You have to be very cognizant when you're on the roads and stuff. But um, if you're in New York City and you haven't tried city biking, I definitely would recommend it. Especially, like, for, like, a Central Park thing. Like, um... I don't think you were there, but me and uh, some of our other roommates, some of their friends, we got like six uh, electric city bikes and we went around Central Park in a big loop and it was like one of the best days ever. Like we were just like mobbed up on the city bikes. The I actually have a funny story about that. So city bikes are great. They're cheap. They're efficient, especially if you, if you do it less than 45 minutes. It's like two bucks, yeah. which is like nuts. Um me and my girlfriend actually went to go do that central bike loop. And so when you check out the city bikes, there's two different types of bikes. There's a manual bike where it's like, you know, you, if it's a real bike. Like you're going to actually have to do some sort of exercise. And there's an e-bike, which is what Nick was alluding to, where they have, it's like, is it some like generator or mo- it's not like a, is it like a motor? Like I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but it's like a, it's like a, Let's say it's like a Tesla bike almost. It's something like that. It's a little bit more expensive when you have to when you use it rather than a manual bike. But um my girlfriend and I were doing our first experience with uh the city bike and we didn't really know I, I didn't know the difference. Like I didn't know I, I didn't know that I got an e bike. So we're going around Central Park and I got an e bike, not knowing I got an e bike. You're like, damn, my legs are really strong. She got a regular bike, not I mean like so we were going through Central Park and then we were going through some hills and stuff. And like, I was just ripping around, like going so fast. And I was like, wow, I'm, I literally was like, wow, like my legs must be getting really strong. Like, I guess these squats are paying off at the gym. 
And, you know, my girlfriend was kind of struggling a little bit behind me and I felt bad. And then like we stopped halfway and then I was like, I look at the thing and it says it's like electrically powered bike or whatnot. I was like, oh man, I was like, oh shit, like, I, maybe I'm not that strong as I thought. So we switched bikes and I was like, all right, you can take the easier one. And we switched. I was like, it was like part of me was like, it was pretty funny, but like, you know, it's just another thing that, you know, you learn in the city, but, um, city bikes are really cool. They're also, they are very dangerous though. If you don't know, if you don't know where you're going or if you're going to the wrong lane or somewhat, like people hate that when you're in, in the wrong lane, <laughs> like you're really not supposed to be in the, in the incorrect lane. Like another thing is like with all these like outdoor restaurant kiosk things that have been popping up since COVID and like, they're going to stay around like these little like gazebos, I guess you'd call it. Um, they're basically right in the middle of the bike lane. So like all the time people, the servers are like crossing back and forth across the bike lane and people are just like ripping the bikes like yeah. 15, 20 miles an hour. And like, I'm sure there's a lot of collisions. It's like definitely not the safest way to get around. But if you're, if you have a pension for adventure, I would recommend it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's been, I mean, I haven't used it that much, like two or three times. There was that time when we were in lower East side and we biked like 50 blocks. Yeah, that was impressive. Yeah, I was like, why? That be? I mean, like when you have a few drinks in you, you feel like <laughs> you have superpowers and you can bike up fifty blocks north. I think that uh, you know it, 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 it's better than taking an Uber for fifty dollars. It's only spent two bucks on a bike, so Pete's about to catch a charge on the bike. I I might. <laughs> I don't know, but um, yeah. Um, all right. Last question we have is. If you were to want to live in a different area of New York, where would it be and why? Oh, you've explored much more than me. So I'll I'll go. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, I mean, I guess I'll say Lower East Side. I, I mean, it's definitely a lot more grimier, but there's the energy mm-hmm. is incredible. So... Um, what are your, what are your thoughts on Soho? A lot of people talk about Soho. Okay. So first, first of all, I'd say your Lower East Side living preference, I think that is a good place to be. That's a really good place to be. Like a lot of the most fun bars that people our age are fucking peer group frequent are in the Lower East Side and it's really cool. Like there's like little Italy and like Chinatown's around there and it's a really cool area, Nolita and everything like that. It is a little grimier. Um, but you're in the thick of it there. So it's I think, a little more expensive too, right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. say so. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think, um, I think that's a really good choice. Um, what was the second part of your question? Uh, what are your thoughts on Soho? Oh, Soho. Um, I haven't I, really uh, been there. A yeah. lot of people like, like those materialistic people, like they like to go around there. I, I think. Yeah. I feel like when you're, when you're walking down there, especially like a lot of girls, like it's like a big, it's like one big runway. Like everyone's yes. wearing the coolest thing that they can, you know, wearing some dark sunglasses looking like they're way too cool for you. It's maybe like very are, bougie. It's like a bougie <laughs> ass area. It is bougie. It's cool. Though. It's cool though. There's, and like, that's a place where you like, buy like $15 avocado toast and stuff like that. Like it's really, (laughs) it's a lot of, I don't know what you really call that, but like uh, the word like kitschy comes to mind. Is that a word? I don't know. Like chuggy, chuggy has been the new word. I saw that. I saw that. I saw that on one of those kiosks that I was talking about. I'm not really, 
I can't really give a real definition. I don't know. Is that like I think we're too old to try to figure this shit out? Yeah, I think we're getting <laughs> we're getting, that's a little too above. We're a little too above our game on the chuggy word. Hopefully that fades out because like in the I, TikTok, he, he can tell you. I mean, I'm I'm listen. I'm trying to keep up. Like I, I that's one of the, my goals, I guess, throughout the rest of my twenties. Like Ooh, I don't want to feel old. I guess I don't mind looking at TikTok. Like it is weird seeing like you know the things that are that are popping up but like you know i i don't mind trying to like keep up with the trends because then like what if you like do it or relate to it at a bar or like you do a dance or something like <laughs> you know people you know people watch it they don't like to admit it but they watch it so it's like yeah. you know pete, there's all there's you, you, i like to keep up with the times i guess pete like pete likes to watch a lot of like vine and tiktok and then he's like oh yeah i feel like everyone has adhd in our generation he's like yeah, yeah no shit we grew up watching like hundreds of six second videos in a row <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i mean I, that's what um, what max was saying before I was, when i said i was like oh, i think i have adhd he's like bro everyone, everyone has does. everyone has adhd it's so it's so bad um steve jobs should get sued <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean who's to blame Very um true. different last, podcast last thing last thing before you can head out um thank god you said you did say you were like yeah I think I'll do like fifteen minutes. It's, having, <laughs> it's like Loki, Loki having a good time. <laughs> I do. I, I this is what this is what podcasting is all about. You can just get lost a little bit. Let's uh, let's see how long we got. We got like forty minutes in. Impressive. Damn, if you're still listening, good for you. I mean, if the people that are listening to this, hopefully, you know, they're Listen. getting some real insight from some real New Yorkians, if that makes sense. <laughs> I did a I did a bunch of like cross country road trips this this. Uh, summer and winter and stuff so i was doing a bunch of long drives and and pete's soothing voice was the only thing that got me through uh through the that's what uh <laughs> the i love i literally like i don't want to like hype myself up right now but do i it. really do appreciate like i was out in huntington and like you know two or three people just like dude i love listening to your podcast i love like you know, like I go on a run and like I hear your podcast and I'm like, it's like so it's just so easy to take my mind off. And it's like, that's the point of the podcast. You know, we have real conversations about this. Like, you know, now that we're in New York, it's like, you know, we're in New York. We're in our 20s. Let's live it up. Let's do some let's do some fun shit and talk about it. Mm-hmm. So um, I managed to listen to a 75 minute podcast of you talking about beers. Like, which beers you like. And I loved every second of it. Yeah, man. It's just like just different things, man. Just different things that we like to talk about. I'm I always say like I'm one to address the elephant in the room about things. Like I I don't like I don't want to be I don't want to come across as like a dick, but at the same time it's like there are things that I feel I have strong opinions about and where else would I talk about it? You know, like Twitter, you know how much you're going to get out of it like if you want your real message across, it might as well be through your actual voice and your actual thoughts. So, is podcasting an art? Is podcasting art? I mean, like, yeah, it real. I mean, it, it kind of is. It, it, there's a lot of things that go into it. It's like when I first started. I mean, like, I don't think I've the episodes have. I mean, I've, I've I haven't posted an episode in a month and a half. So it's like, it's almost like part of a job. It's like part hobby, part job, but like. At the same time, it's like, you know, this conversation we're having right now, is it's been great. And so that's why I kind of wanted to do this in the first place. And, you know, hopefully if something, if some opportunity 
by any chance came across, if there's a chance, you know, I'm not saying that's the goal of this podcast, but like if something, if an opportunity presented itself, like I feel like my perspective and my opinions on things are very open and very honest. So it's like, I, I, I genuinely enjoy doing this. So that's what I'm hoping for. I know work has been kicking my ass ever since I started moving to the city, but like, you know, that, that, but like, you know, I signed up for it. I knew what I was getting myself into. And, you know, I, I, I'm tired a lot, but like being tired is a good thing. That means you're doing a lot of different things and we go into the gym and we're working and we're, you know, now I got to start getting the podcast going, got to do my CPA. It's like, there's a lot of different things going on. There's a lot of moving parts going on, but like, I'm hoping that this, at the end of the day, like, like we said, like looking, like I can look at myself 10 years ago and say, you know what? I'm really glad that I did that. You know, I'm, I'm glad that I had these conversations and did these things with different people and, you know, talked about fun stuff that I want to talk about. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's your legacy in a sense. Like, you know, you, something you can look back on, like you said, and just like have concrete evidence of something that you did that you're proud of. Like, a lot of people would want to start a podcast if they could and almost none do um, because it takes a lot, a lot of putting yourself out there and maybe you say something dumb and uh, you're, you're worried about what people think about it, but but not you, Pete. And that's I mean, why we love him. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, do you miss Long Island? That was actually a question I didn't put in. We'll make that the last question. Last question. Yeah. This question is brought to you by. No, I'm kidding. I don't have a sponsor. I don't have any sponsors. <laughs> um, you miss Long Island. I miss our neck of the woods on Long Island, like that um, Port Jeff to Stony Brook on the east and to the Huntington on the west end, North Shore niche. <laughs> Shout out if you know what I'm talking about. Like, I mean, that's where we grew up, and you know, it's. Uh, if, I mean, I, I know that area like intimately well. I have like memories associated with it everywhere, um, so of course I miss it. Um, but you know, not a ton, I guess. Like I'm looking, I'm very much looking forward to what the future holds and whatever form. Like I'd much rather be spending this time exploring than uh, than staying there. Although I always hope to uh, remain connected to the area. Yeah, of course. I I miss it, but it's. But, like, I don't. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's now a new chapter is... Yeah. It's kind of hard to revert back to... Totally. At the same time, I feel like you will miss it more within a few years when you have more time to be in New York City and, like, kind of get that, like, nostalgic longing for it. Yeah. Because, um, like, you're fresh out because, like, you you live exactly. in the pandemic and everything. And right now it probably feels like, oh, yeah, fuck that. I'm here now. But you will. I I agree. I agree. But yeah, right now yeah. it's like I like I don't miss Long Island. I really don't. It's uh, like I'm just being realistic. Like I I genuinely enjoy being here. I enjoy exploring. I enjoy going out and venturing off to different places. So I will say I I, I meant like one thing I do miss about Long. I mean it's not necessarily Long Island, but being home. It's uh I do miss driving. Yeah. I miss jam like being on the aux cord in my car, like by myself and jamming out. That's like one of the good things. That's one of the things that I, I'm very sacred to me. And you know, you don't really do that. And it's like, That's true. That's a great it's point. weird. It's weird. If you wanted to like jam out, like on the walk to the gym or something, like people yeah, would get, like, give you looks or something. Guy, main character. Yeah. Who's this guy? Who's this guy bumping <laughs> Bob at his head to like Spanish music in his headphones or something like that. Yeah. 
Um, I definitely miss my fridge that okay. has food <laughs> that I don't spend money on. Whereas instead I have to yeah. go to Morton Williams across the street and spend $100 on nine items. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Grocery shopping sucks in New York. Yeah. Disclaimer, if you want to move here. Um, you got to walk. You got to carry stuff. You don't have a car to transport the stuff. It's not cheap. Target is not cheap. Everything's every price is boosted because that's just how it is in the city. But um, yeah, I mean, that's one thing I miss. Um, I'm hanging in there on on a thread right now. I'm definitely low on groceries, but we'll get to that. But um, yeah, I think uh, I think we're all set. That was a great. I think we hashed it out. We uh, we certainly hashed it out. We have a good forty seven <laughs> minutes going so far. I don't think I even need to edit this because we had a great conversation. So, um, so yeah, thank you so much for uh, hopping on the pod. Um, I don't know when the next episode is going to be, guys. If you're listening, I don't know who. I mean, I got to spread some ideas. I got to spread some uh, people. If you want to chat, hit me up. Let me know. I'll take some ideas, brainstorm some ideas. But um, yeah. Thank you for listening to my musings. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, and uh, this. Uh, speaking of Vine stuff, if uh, if you're ever bored, uh, you should definitely watch some uh, Drewski videos on YouTube. That stuff is, uh, that's definitely on our, uh, yeah. We spend a lot of time <laughs> watching Drewski videos. Um, it's, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, cheers to being in the 20s, in the 2020s. Peace. Yeah.